I didn't believe in my business for months. And then one day I did. And then from that day forward, here we are. So it took me months and months and months and months to understand my business is booming. I'm helping millions of people know it, period. My runway for how long it took was months. Like it kind of worked in 48 hours, but it took me months to get to the mindset that made it work in 48 hours. But once that shit came through and it started working, then it was really exciting. I was like, oh my God, this works. What is up, my fellow dreamers and soul searchers? Welcome to the Roxy Talks Manifestation Podcast, your raw, unfiltered, and unapologetic source for all things manifestation-related. I'm Roxy Lee, and for the last decade, I have been researching and developing my signature 360 method, which combines behavioral science, quantum physics, and the law of attraction to help you manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Visit RoxyTalks.com for more info. Now, let's get into it. Aquarian says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the 360 method for sure because, baby, I can't keep living like this. That's how I felt too. I couldn't keep living the way I was living. I needed a change. And so, and I wouldn't say it was like a rock bottom moment. It wasn't like that, but it was kind of a like, I can't go on like this. Like if I keep living and thinking and feeling and worrying and doubting and all the stuff, the way that I am, nothing is going to change. I'm, I'm going to keep manifesting this life. I have to do something about it. And so that's when I changed my I only had four affirmations in the beginning when I told you, like when I was first starting out with building 360, like the practice of it, I didn't yet understand affirmations. So I had four of them and that's all I would say all day long unless I was on a sales call. So like if I was talking to somebody, obviously I was checked in. Um, so like I'm talking about like my work because I was eight hours in my job and I want, I desperately wanted out. So I would sit there and think these four thoughts, four thoughts for eight hours. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm fucking saying? I said four things and nothing else for eight hours straight for months. And that's just because I didn't fully understand it, right? This is the beginning of me figuring it all out, but it fucking changed everything. So when you get a hold of your affirmations and I'll tell you what they were and they're all, they all came true. I'm in alignment with my soul's highest calling. The work I do is in alignment alignment with my soul's highest purpose, which are very similar fucking affirmations. I'm 100% in control of my dominion. I literally barely understood affirmations and all the money that I make comes 100% from my own products, ideas, and whatever. All of those are true. 100% true right now to this day. And I don't suggest only doing four unless that works for you. And maybe it works for me because I might have ADHD. And so it was like just these four thoughts. So I'm not like all over the place. That's it. Just these four period. And I can, I can laser focus because I have that ability to hyper-focus. So it was easy for me once I dedicated it to, I'm the kind of person that's like, if I'm on it, I'm on it. Like I've said before, like watch out world here. I fucking come. Once I decide I'm doing it, nothing's stopping me, period. Unless I just change my mind. Right. That's why I designed 360 was to help you get a hold of the ones you're saying and then rewrite new ones so you don't have to use just four. And so that you have affirmations for every aspect of your life for whatever comes up in your mind, whatever comes up in your 3D reality, whatever happens, you have affirmations already set up for that. And then you're you're already used to cycling through. You already know how to run your affirmations. You already know how to think. So when the think pops up, you know how to respond to it the way that you 
want to to get to your de desired reality. So that's what 360 is about. It's just awareness and discipline broken down granular levels, thought by thought, day by day, minute by minute. That's what it's about. In my opinion, that's how I developed my practice and my program. And so, you know, and maybe it is because I might have ADHD and that's sound like for somebody, <laughs> I needed a fucking something like you stay on this path only period. That's it. And so um, I really had to corral myself for a long time. But once I did that, it, that became its own habit. And now it's easy for me to just think whatever I want because um, I'm so used to choosing my thoughts in accordance with where I want to go that they just do it automatically for the most part. But I'm always watching because of the awareness and discipline part. So if they don't, I catch it and I redirect it. And if I don't, I keep working on it every day and eventually I'm going to uncover it. Leanne said, for those of you asking for advice on letting go, uh, Roxy has a mini course about it. Yeah. So I just put up a mini course um, about letting go last week. It is a um, replay from a live uh, live program I did last summer about letting go. So if you've already done the letting go from last summer, this is that. So don't rebuy it. If you end up doing it, we'll give you something else um, in exchange. So that's what it is. So if you were able to make it to last summer's, to my last summer workshop for letting go, you don't want to get the... Um, the letting go mini course on my website because you already have it. If you can't find it or you can't find the file, you can email us and we, Leanne can look you up and send you the copy um, in case you lost the replay or whatever. Shantae says, I love it when you explain how you figured it out. I don't know how you only had four at first. I don't either, but I didn't, I didn't have anything else. I didn't understand it like the... I'm going to say this. There were a few people that I learned from before, like right before I came out who were talking about manifesting in a way that helped me understand it more. There wasn't a whole lot of people out there talking about manifesting the way that I talk about it before I started my YouTube channel. So I really had to figure all this out on my own. I didn't know that all, every thought was an affirmation. I figured that out along the way. I figured that out through coaching and people and stuff. And, or maybe I figured it out through that process um, or whatever. And I didn't understand the gravity of the fact that you're always manifesting every moment of the day. So there's never, you can never just be off. You can't just like be lax sometimes. Like, oh, I mean, you can, but you're not going to get what you want very easily or very quickly. So it became like, do, not, it wasn't necessarily do or die, but it kind of was because I felt like I was, if, like I was never going to start my business if I didn't just, if something didn't change, I had to do something. It kind of just was like, I have to do this and I have to figure it out and nothing is more important. I had to understand it. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I had to figure it out. I had to, because I'm supposed to, this is my destiny. I'm supposed to be here giving this information to you. I had to figure it out. I had to figure that shit out with four. I had to fucking go through my day and say four things for eight fucking hours straight to understand it so that I could share it and show you and continue doing it still to this day and guiding. Like I couldn't have done that. I couldn't have given the message the way that I needed to, to help change the world in the way that I am without understanding it first and, and doing it myself. Is excessively affirming the only way to reprogram your mind? I don't, I mean, I don't, I can't answer that. I don't, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a neuroscientist. I don't know. And I also want to, I kind of want to pick apart when you said excessively affirming. When we talked about what I did earlier, when I changed my whole mindset, I don't think I was excessively affirming. I was doing the Lord's work of rewriting my fucking ticker of thoughts because I wasn't obsessed with like making the money now, being the coach now, whatever. I was obsessed with 
I have got to think differently about myself and my life. I have to think like this. I have to think that this is the way life is. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, my brain's going back. I'm kind of like reliving where I was in that moment. I said I was doing that for eight hours. That's a little bit of a stretch because I would take breaks during my day because I had to walk my dogs. So I'd have to take several breaks during the day. And once I got into my breaks... The second my leashes, the, the leashes hit my hand, I had trained myself to go on an affirmation rampage. So then I would just be like, or like a gratitude rampage. So then I would just be like, I'd go outside and I'd be thinking the day, thinking the dog, thinking the whatever, thinking for money. So l- let me say, it wasn't just those four thoughts for those eight hours, but when I was sitting at that desk, if I was not on the phone with somebody, it was those four thoughts. And then when I went out to you know, do my dog walks, that's when I would really just soak up gratitude and be really appreciative and like be daydreaming and really excited about my life. And just, I was trying to put myself into the emotional space of where I needed to be, like because of what all the law of attraction, you know, rhetoric had said, it's like, you got to feel it. Feeling is the process. You got to match the energy of all that stuff. So I was doing this double duty of rewriting my thoughts, like really hyper focused again i don't think it was excessive it was that if i didn't think the thought i chose i was going to think something else that was going to keep me where i w- didn't want to live anymore so is it excessive to switch that thought or is it doing exactly what i needed to change my life that's the way i looked at it i wasn't like overthinking i was thinking by choice one after the other 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 and you pretty soon if you see this there's no room for another thought to creep in there because i'm choosing which thought gets thought next and which thought gets thought next and which thought gets thought next and i would just do that for the entire time i was at work because that's when i was thinking horrible thoughts i hate my life i fucking hate this i'm going to die here i hate that that's the kind of stuff i would write so that's how i retrained my mind that's how i changed my story that's how i changed my life that's how i changed the way my subconscious reacts that's how i you know changed my 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 response to triggers is that the only way? No, I'm sh- I'm f- of course it can't be, right? I'm sure. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not I don't I don't know. You know, I listen to like Andrew Huberman, newer neuroscientist, and he just talks about all kinds of fucking shit in the brain processes and stuff. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> so, I I have a degree in behavioral science, but behavioral science is not like practical science. So I guess I guess maybe I am a fucking scientist. I don't know. But I've never been like, uh, I was always into the arts. I was always into humanities and, and relationships and connections. And that's why I studied behavioral science because I wanted, I've always been fascinated with why people do what they do and understanding human behavior and human nature. But like, you know, science, science. <laughs> like I'd rather be playing a song or something. So for me, this is like my, you know, my way of rewiring my brain and rewriting my story and changing my reality is how I teach it because that's what worked for me. And I can't speak on other people's um, practices and, and um, approaches because not them. And I don't, I didn't do that. I did what I did. So if this type of approach resonates with you, this shit works. It works. Again, I've never said it's the only thing, but if you do work it, this motherfucker will work. But it requires focus. It requires dedication. It requires awareness and discipline. I always say that. And I believe personally that the only way that I will continue to manifest what I want all the time is if I stay aware and disciplined, if I don't let myself slip, if I don't let myself go back to my old self or my old ways of thinking. And I know that because I have before <laughs> and I've seen what happened and it just goes right back to where it used to be. And so then I have to keep myself. It's like a volleyball or like um like if you had like a tennis ball and you were ha- you had a racket and you were just like doing this, you're like keeping the ball up. This is what it's like. You don't want to let it touch the ground like a hacky sack or some shit. If it touches the ground, you pick it up and you start, you go back again. You don't leave it down there. So all of the like awareness and discipline and practicing every single day, every thought, no days off, no thoughts off, no subjects off made it. So now I'm very aware of what I'm thinking when I'm thinking it. And if I don't like it, I switch it. And then manifestations just happen. I don't have to like 
I don't really focus on manifestations at all. I focus on like what I want. Like, what do I want? Cool. Put your sentences to support it. That's it. That's like, that's literally it. If I want it, then my sentences are going to start reflecting it, period. How do I stop caring about how my clients find me and just believe they will? Okay, so first off, just letting you know I'm going to be hosting a business mastermind starting in January. Pre-sale for that is going to open up this month. And by the way, pre-sale for my mastermind will come with a um, a one-on-one consultation with me, which is like, I've never done that before. <laughs> so I, like I said, I really don't like my one-on-one time is like super, super sacred to me at, at this point. Um, so I just really don't, you know, offer it much up. So for those who are, you know, who are joining my mastermind, I am going to give you a consultation just so I can get, you know, get to know you, get to be clear on what's going on with your business and what you're focusing on. And then again, we'll be in a high level coaching environment with other business owners for three months. Again, that's going to be starting January, but, uh, Pre-sale starts this month. And if you're on my email list, I will be announcing it through there. Or I'll be, you know, emailing about that, giving you the opportunity to sign up. Why I'm saying that is because if you want to be in a space with other people who are going through the same stuff and know how to do it, and you can kind of bounce ideas off of them as well, not just me, uh, the business mastermind is definitely where you're gonna want to be. Um, okay, so believing in your clients, it's a practice. I didn't believe in my business for months, and then one day I did. And then from that day forward, here we are. So it took me months and months and months and months to understand my business is booming. I'm helping millions of people. No, period. It took me a few months to get that. I started 30 Days of Alignment on June 1st. By July, it was the third week of July, I quit my job um, that I had you know, wanted, been wanting to quit. So it took me like a month and a half of being super on top of my shit to finally be like, okay, I can do this. And then August and September, I was building. I had no income, no money. My husband was the only one working. I didn't have any money coming in at all. And I just had to motherfucking believe. I was scared to tell. I didn't want our parents. I didn't want him to tell his parents. I was scared to tell my parents. And not. I just didn't want their like, Ooh, what are they going to do? I didn't want any of that energy on my manifestations, on my, on my whatever. So I just kind of just kept it to myself and just like, busted my fucking ass to build my business. Then at the beginning of October, I built the logistic part of my business over those one weekend. My husband, his grandmother passed away. So he was, um, he went to her funeral and I stayed here. And so he was gone for like four days. And I was just like, like the kid in never any story. I was literally sitting on my floor with a blanket around my chest or my chest, my shoulders. I would be eat like, I'd make macaroni and cheese. And I'd be eating it out of the pot, like literally macaroni from the pot. Just like, not even, not just like, just working like a mad person, just from sun up to sundown. And by the time he got back, I had a fucking, <laughs> I had a website, I had a the master class, I had a email system set up, I had every, I had my channel was ready to go. I, I like it was just, I did it all over these four di- four days of like not sleeping and just like super hyper hyper focus. I'm not saying you should do that. That's just what I did. And then over the next few weeks, I really started cult- like I was working on how I was thinking about my business. And then one day I realized like what I was realizing I was calling it the little engine that could it's slow going. It's working. It's going, it's going good. But mm, like that. And then one day I was like, why the fuck am I talking about my business like that? Like, okay, that's stupid. Let's not have a business is booming. Uh, let's choose, choose that. And so I changed my attitude about it. Like right then. Nope. Sorry. It's booming. And then within like two days, everything changed. Like my, my runway for how long it took was months to get me to the point where it took two days for it to happen. That makes sense, right? Like it kind of worked in 48 hours, but it took me months to get to the mindset that made it work in 48 hours. Honestly, like I'm the kind of person that like I can dive into something and like get really fucking deep in it. Um, but I can also like get really lost and like overwhelmed and do like take on too much. So at the time I didn't have anything else. I didn't have a business. I didn't have, I had nothing else. I didn't have a job. I had 
this has got to work, period. This has to fucking work. And I had that freedom of like, you know, no distractions and nobody else around. I didn't have to do anything except like let my dogs out. And so it was just like, that's all I did. I sat on the fucking floor, blanket around my shoulders, listening to like affirmations or meditation music. And I built a fucking business from from nothing. That was almost, I guess like a little over three years ago. So the anniversary was the beginning of October, like I said. So Shantae says, geez, that's such an exciting 48 hours. It, no, it wasn't. It was the 48th hour that was exciting. The 48 hours was not exciting. It was just my business is booming. My business is booming. I'm helping millions of people. I was changing my thought. But once that shit came through and it started working, then it was really exciting. I was like, oh my God, this works. It says, um, my tarot reader reads my palm and sees a strong money line and often tells me that she has no idea why I'm not a millionaire now because... Clearly, I'm supposed to be wealthy. I have to clean up whatever's blocking. Do you define yourself as a millionaire now? My head's like, I know I do. You know, and so actually, it's calling me out on something because I have a goal of being a millionaire by 40, which I'm turning 39 next week. So (laughs) it's my year to do it. So, like, that's just what it is, period. This is the year I become a millionaire. And that's, there is nothing else that can go in my mind about that, right? Like, that's it. That's it. That's it. This is my year to become a millionaire, millionaire by 40. And, you know, I talk about writing my goals down every single day. Guess what I'm writing down every day? I'm a millionaire by 40, which I know it's like I'm putting that on a time, like, but my mind's able to wrap around it and I'm able to like, you know, I can, I can get there mentally on that. So that's where I'm at with that. And so if you're born to be wealthy, then that's who you are. I'm born to be wealthy. And bitch, I have a song called Born to be Wealthy on iTunes. If you want to just put it on, you can listen to it every morning. <laughs> It's an affirmation track. Malachi did the beat. You can do your twerk festing to it. Trademark, and it's not trademark, copyright. Don't steal twerk festing. We came up with that. I have a song called Born to Be Wealthy. Put that dang thing on. Listen to it every day. Put that, like, what if it's your back? I'm not saying make your background or your phone me, but like, what if born to be wealthy is your background or your phone? If you're born to be wealthy, what does that mean? What is like when we extrapolate, when we expand on that, what does that mean? I'm born to be wealthy. Well, wealth just comes to me. It's my birthright. I'm allowed to have it. I'm supposed to have it. it I just get it. Like, sorry, I just, I'm born, sorry, I'm born with it. Uh, it's just my thing. Sorry about it. Uh, you know, I can't really do anything about it, the fact that I'm born to be wealthy um, or whatever. You just kind of like you're identifying in a different way than somebody who's trying to manifest wealth. I think I talked about it last week on mindset, but I definitely talked about it in the video from last week about um, self-concept. Are you the person who was born to be wealthy or are you Tiffany now who doesn't have that money story trying to manifest wealth? Those are two different identities, two different self-concepts, and they're going to get you two different realities. Tommy says, on the topic of wealth, I've been changing my spending and budgeting habits. Before I'd obsessively budget, watch my spending like a hawk, sit in, in an energy of lack. Now I need it, I buy it. Yep. And it's, yeah, like, really being comfortable releasing and being excited to release money and being excited for like how it's going to come back, being excited for what you get to, you know, experience because you release that money, like what it brings you, like obviously being grateful for what you're paying for is what I'm trying to say. But like thinking of it in a different way, like I'm releasing these pieces of paper or I'm swiping my plastic. It literally does nothing to me and I'm getting this thing for it. That's fucking awesome. Thank you money, whatever you are. It's crazy concept. You said as a result, I got a bigger paycheck this month than anticipated. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. We love money and money loves us. The process of becoming the version of you that naturally manifests the money is a requirement to like naturally manifest the money, right? (laughs) 
you said you want to talk about money manifesting. You only want money in your business. You don't want to work a job. I'm also going to be starting up a business mini mastermind in January. I'll be emailing my email list. If you're not on my email list, I would suggest going to my website and just downloading something for free. Download my 30 days of alignment. If you click the free resources tab, some stuff will pop down. You can get like my um, free manifest with specific person masterclass. If you download one of my free things on my website, you'll get on my um, email list. And then I'm going to be emailing out about my business mastermind this month. So I'm going to be doing pre-sale for the business mastermind. And this is something that's going to be just for business owners. This is higher level coaching. This will be small, higher level coaching with high level support. And it's going to be just for business owners, entrepreneurs, artists, creatives, um, influencers, that kind of the people who are kind of doing their own thing, who's working on bringing in money through their craft. We'll be hosting that. So there's a lot. And I've been just like telling you all these things, but I basically, you know, I have a a wide array of ways you can work with me. And it just kind of like depends on like what you have for your budget, what, you know, you're looking for commitment wise. I host monthly trainings that are just like one to two hours that are low, you know, low price so that you can come in and get with the group and we talk for a few hours and then we get off. I like to say, get in, get out, get the information, go apply it. That's the master trainings. And then I also am hosting live group programs and everything I've talked about below are already, if you're in Synergy, you get access to that. Synergy covers all of my group coaching, all of my programs, all of my courses, all of my workshops. You get access to all of my, anything that's like classroom related, group coaching related, that is um, in Synergy. And then for higher level mentorship, I have the longer one-on-one mentorship packages. And then my business mastermind uh, won't be a year, like a year long or anything like that. It's going to be three months. That's starting in January. So <laughs> ah, sorry for all the things. But- Our homework this week is going to be practical. It's going to be a practical exercise, which means it requires awareness and discipline. We have to stay on top of our awareness and discipline this week. So what I want you to do is we're looking out for the imposter voice the doubt voice, the I'm not confident voice, the mm, I don't think I could that voice. And we're going to fucking shut up. <laughs> Tell it to shut up. Remember earlier, someone asked me like, if I could be anyone, who would I be? And I said like, ideal me, like most confident me, like hands down, of course, maybe that's who we're thinking about. So we're keeping that person like on retainer essentially. And that's the version of you that's like already beat your, the, the, uh, imposter syndrome, right? That, that version of you has already beat the imposter syndrome. That's why they have the thing. So keeping that person on speed dial, keeping them on lock, keeping them on retainer, and then being very conscious of like, when you're going about your art, when you're going about your your passion, when you're thinking about money, when you're thinking about possibility, when you're thinking about what's going to happen, you are watching out for the imposter voice or the doubt voice or the hater voice, whatever we want to call it. And you're redirecting and you're, you're pumping yourself up. We're going to practice believing in ourselves in the area of our passions. How about that? Does that work? And and it could be for anything, anything you're passionate about. This homework this week is I just want everyone to be really conscious of watching out for that voice, the doubting voice, the imposter voice that you can't do it voice, the why, who would pay you for that? Or how come you, or why should you get it? Those kinds of thoughts. You're not actually unworthy of having what you want. You just have a program that tells you that. So that's what our homework is this week. And maybe like put it on a sticky note or put it up somewhere where you can see it, put it on your fridge or something, put it on your phone, put on like daily reminders or something, but like really watching out for the imposter voice, the voice that says, not you, them, but not you. She can build a business from scratch and have no, like, like looking at me, right? Somebody asked here, how can I do that with no money? I just told you my story. I had no money. I didn't have any money. I didn't have any money. I had to borrow $39 from my friend to keep, so that my card wouldn't get 
overdrafted so I could keep that program. So not, you know, looking at me and being like, well, she did it, but I can't. Mm, No, 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 no. She did it. And so can you. Oh, how about this? How about this? Here, uh, uh, extra credit. Taking an extra step. Every time that voice pops up, you not only redirect, you do something for your passion. When the imposter syndrome strikes, what you're going to do is support yourself. You're going to you're going to uh, lean into your belief about your abilities and your ability. <laughs> I just said that word. Ability to do the thing that you have imposter syndrome about. And then your challenge is to do one minute of the thing you just said you're not you can't do. If you if you want to be an, uh, a musician and you have imposter syndrome, then every time you start to doubt, then I want you to go pick up your guitar and strum it for one minute. Do one one minute of scales. Do one minute of vocal exercises. Sing your favorite song for one minute. If you're an actor and you feel imposter syndrome, do a one minute monologue, go over a script, write a script, write one minute of a script. If you're like, whatever, um, just, you know, Mimi's like, bye Roxy. Yes. Bye Roxy. (laughs) 